Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand and missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbonk. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers for 630 This is Oilers Now. We're going to get right to it. Oilers Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Why are we going to get it started? Because uh, Andre Brin, the Oilers uh, ace PR guy, has brought Ken Holland up early. So uh, we're going to tell you we've got Oilers general manager Ken Holland on live with us in 38 seconds time. Mark Spector every Tuesday here on Oilers Now. Uh, will be joining us from our frigid broadcast location on the 8th floor at Rogers Place. Uh, Stoffer Inspector for the Horses every Tuesday and Friday. Horse Racing Alberta presenting live standard bred racing every Friday night and Sunday afternoon at Century Mile Racetrack. Uh, we will also have some comments coming up from Dave Tippett as well as some more additional thoughts from Ken Holland's media availability earlier today. You can tweet us at Oilers now. My personal handle, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott produces the show. He's a big part of it. You can uh, tweet Brendan at uh, Brendan S. got double E, double T. And we go straight to our Oilers Now headliner for touchback safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Ken, as you're peering out over from our broadcast location, first things first, can you do something about the uh, heat up in the press box? Well, it's hockey weather up in the press box. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you got this little bit of a heater. Obviously, it's going to make for good ice tomorrow, right? We want to have good ice yeah. for, for the players. Absolutely. Look, one of the questions we're getting, and I know you already addressed it in your media availability that you did today at 11. Uh, you know, one of the great things about about the very passionate fan base and unbelievable Oiler blogosphere is Oiler fans think we should pick up every single player that goes on waivers. Uh, and I know you're targeting areas to improve on the team, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, the areas you're targeting, can you get those sort of players on waivers? Well, I mean, we look at the waiver wire every day, and I say we. It's, you know, it's uh, the coaching staff, uh, Scott House and uh, Keith Gretzky, uh, Archie Henderson, our pro director of pro scouting. Um, you know, you got a fact. We, we want to find a player on the waiver wire. Is he going to be a dimension or an addition at a position that we that we need? Then you got to factor in cap yep. and term. Yep. You know, there's players on there that you think might help us, but then some of them have two and three years. Do you want do you want the player for two or three years? So I think those are all the factors. Um, 
you know, you're looking for specific needs, and uh, obviously, we to this point in time, we haven't we haven't claimed anybody. All right. How difficult was yesterday for you, Sam Gagne? Who's very it? difficult. Is very that, difficult. Is that a tough part of the job? Very. Yeah, that was a very difficult day. Um, you know, he's a he's an oiler. He was drafted by the Oilers. He's a he's a good. He's a good person. He wants to be an Oiler. He loves playing here uh, for the Oilers. He wants to be a part of the solution and help turn uh, uh, this team into a playoff team. He's and uh, um, you know, I think at the end of the day, my message to him was: we made a decision today on our opening day roster. You're not part out of it. You're not part of it. Go down to Bakersfield. He he had, he you know we he he knows his training camp was it was average it wasn't bad it was it was average, yep. and um, coaching staff wants some penalty killers on the bottom part of the roster. Um, we got to improve in that area. We want to take some of the responsibility off of our off of our offensive guys uh, uh, to penalty kill. They might play some penalty kill, but we're trying to develop a, a team. And at the end of the day, he uh, is not an opening day roster. But you know, we we're going to start with 14 forwards. I think by the end of the year, we're going to need 15, 16, 17. And we'll he's got to go down and play well. And uh, who knows? He he could be back here and uh, be a part of the solution. Oilers 30th in the league last year in penalty killing at 74.8 since November of 2016. Edmonton's had the worst penalty killing in the NHL. That factors in goals against Edmonton. Finished 26 uh, there. Uh, and you talked about uh, lines and options. And today we saw Connor McDavid with Joe Kim Nygaard and James Neal. And we also saw Gaetan Haas centering Granlin and Chason, which means there's a possibility we can see those two European players uh, make their NHL debuts tomorrow. So, Nygaard a lot of teams run on him. Gaetan Haas maybe flew under the radar screen. Maybe give our listeners right now a quick scouting report on both players. Well, Nygaard, uh, you know, the people that I mean, can really skate. He's he's on the forecheck. Um, he was, uh, I think, second or third in the, the Sweden Hockey League uh, in goals scored. Goals, uh, not points, goals. Um and certainly, he's a free player, so that's why there's lots of interest. Anytime you can, you don't have to trade an asset. You know, he comes in on an entry-level contract. It's, uh, you know, it's two-way. There's no risk. There's no, there's, there's, there's no, there's no draft picks. You're not trading a player. You're not picking up. You're, so it was, uh, and and he's and he, in, in a league that uh, skating and speed um, are important. Um, he's got those those skills. Now, we're gonna see. And then on on um, Gaetan Haas. I was at the World Championships in 2018, not this year, but but a year ago. Um, watched him play three, four times. We kicked tires uh, with uh, his agent at that time. He had another year to go in his contract. Right. He couldn't get out of his contract. He had, to, he had to play 18, yep. 19 in the in the um, Swiss League, and he became free. And he wants to come over now and try to take a run at uh, becoming an NHL player. I didn't go to the Worlds, but uh, talked to a few people. Had a few people that were over there look at him and and liked him. And uh, same situation as as Nygaard. There's no there's no risk. I mean, there's no assets. Uh, it's a two-way contract. He uh, he's got a great situation in Switzerland. If things don't work out here. Uh, but he's a right shot center iceman. They're hard to find. I thought the last couple of games... Uh, he looked pretty good. He's, he's stepped up a little bit. And I talked to him, you know, he, he said to me, it's it's hockey, it's the same sport, but it's not the same game. He's played on a biggest sheet of ice his entire career. And you go to a smaller sheet, there's more scrums, there's more there's more body play. Um, I think uh, he's, it's going to take a little bit of time, but uh, I thought he played good in Calgary. Now, 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 Bob, at the end of the day... 
you know, preseason gives you a little snapshot, but the reality is the NHL right. regular season tomorrow night's different than what we saw the last three weeks. So some of this stuff turned, could be fool's gold. And we got yep. we got to watch we got to watch games because now you know in preseason you're seeing half NHL rosters you're seeing half American League rosters the major league players that are they're just sort of going through some of them are going through the right. the, the routine to get themselves ready for opening night T- starting tomorrow night you know it's it's a playoff game tomorrow night it's, it's you, have, you play 82 game playoff games to try to qualify for the playoffs it's a it's a big it's a big game tomorrow night a divisional game and when the game's over we we get we gear ourselves up for another big game on Saturday all right I know we uh, we have a limited time so I'm gonna ask three more questions on the playoffs realistically uh, and I know you spoke last night to you know some of the other corporate partners at a draft that we do every year uh, maybe just kind of reinforce your message in terms of your expectation for the competitors well, I mean, when you look at the the, the core of the players on this team obviously the goal is to be in the playoffs this, this right. team was in the playoffs two years ago they went to the second round of the playoffs and within a whisker could have been in the final four right and a lot of those players are here and they're and they're still young they're relatively young so we know we've got a nucleus of players here that has qualified for the playoffs as recently as two years ago things got off tracks the last couple of years and and now um what we've done this summer has gone out. We've signed a bunch of short professional term, players, short-term short term deals, professional players. That I'm hoping, I'm hoping that that this time in the summertime, two or three of these guys we want to sign to, we want to keep them here. Maybe, maybe five or six. I don't know. We got to watch. We right. got to. There's great opportunity here. Um, the goal is to compete and. Uh, Want to be in the playoffs, but but I want to be in the you want to be in the hunt when you get into March, and I always look at even when we had good teams in, in De- somewhere along in Detroit somewhere along the line, you got to win big games. Yeah. And you and, and if you can't win big games, you're not good enough to either make the playoffs or you're in the first round. You're not good enough to beat that team. You're not good enough to advance. So we want to we want to we got to get out of the gate. Now, Detroit last year, and I, I'm only going to fall, but we we lost our first seven. 5 and two. You think you're done? We went thirteen seven and two the next twenty two and climbed within four points of a playoff spot. And we lost uh, two top defensemen and one of our first line uh, wingers, Mantha, for six weeks, and the year was lost. So it's not like you know if you get out of the gate two and five doesn't mean that the year is lost. Over the course of an eighty two game season, you're going to go two and five some point in time. Right. Certainly, if you can get out of the gate and put points on, it gives you the luxury. If you have a bad run, if you have some key injuries where you got some points banked away, so. Certainly, we understand. Tip understands. I think the players understand the importance of of, uh, of getting off, off to a good start. But the reality is, it's an 82-game season. St. Louis last year was dead last in the league on January the first. They played around with the cup all summer. I, I wouldn't want to try that that right. game for, right. for, for 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 our team. But but it speaks to the parity in the league, and it speaks about to to, to sticking with it. And and if we lose opening night, we lose opening night. We're 0 one. We got to go on. We got to win a game on Saturday. And it's 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 about the mindset. We compete on an every night basis. Uh, we got to build a team. And we've obviously got some uh, some some uh, great nucleus, but we got to s- surround it. Everybody's got to feel good about themselves and have a role. We got to build. We got to build a team, and we got to find ways. It's like I said last night. Not going to come out here every night and outskill the other team, and 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 some nights we got to win ugly. You got to you got to get outplayed, and and our goalies first star. Some nights it's just a check fest, and we find a way to score one more goal. Some nights we're going to really feel good, and we're going to be we're going to be firing on all cylinders, and you're going to win you win that way. But you got to win games different ways. It's about finding 
ways to get W's, put two points on the board, and move on to the next game. I'm going to merge two questions. You've given yourself incredible flexibility next summer. There's 10 pending UFAs. Uh, there's about four pending RFAs. Yep. Darnell Nurse is obviously a core piece. That's an important RFA. Uh, but in terms of the forward group, uh, your thought because I mean, there's a lot of young defensemen coming, and you're going to have those guys ripen. But what's your thought press process in terms of supporting McDavid RNH with Drysaddle moving forward? You're going to give some guys some chances in the short term on short term deals, but are you going to rely on those, some of those farm forwards? Or well, I'm I, hoping. I mean, yeah. Bob, I would say to you. You know, ultimately, the good teams, you draft, you develop, they push, they right. go from the draft table, maybe, maybe the odd time onto your team, but through Bakersfield, and then and then you get it going. And, I, you know, uh, McLeod down there, Yamamoto, Benson, so there's some young... You need to hit on them. a couple of those but guys. We, with Lavoie, we drafted in the second round, but they got to start, we got to start getting now. At the end of the day, what I'm talking to you about is probably one, two, three years out. Right. What about, what about, well, today, what we've done for today, for 1920, is go sign a bunch of pros. Yeah. They've played in the National Hockey League or they've played in Europe. They're They're not... 20-year-old kids. They're 24 to 28, and some have speed. We want to get some speed. You know, Nygaard can skate, and Archibald. Haas can skate, Archibald can skate, and um, Yurko can skate. Sheehan's a big guy down the middle that can can win some draws and kill lots of penalties in different teams. So we got in some different dimensions, and the coach will uh, kind of... When the game's over Wednesday night, Coach gets in Wednesday, Thursday morning, looks at all the tape, and you try to. It's like a playoff series. You try to make some adjustments and make some tweaks, and you go into Saturday night and and uh, find a way to find a way to win on on Saturday night. But we we signed lots of players to one-year deals. Uh, so you have options again in the summer. Trying to keep the flexibility so that we got options next summer. All right, uh, to perhaps maybe yeah. add a. Uh, yeah. You could probably add one good piece yes, of the summer yeah, in free yes, agency yeah. up front. I think on D, you're just going to sort of allow that to grow. We're organically. in great shape on D. We've got young young defensemen here on the team and, and, and in Bakersfield and out uh, that we own, uh, like, you know, Broberg in Sweden, yeah. and Bouchard and Sam Rukov. Four number Taylor ones. Not, we, yeah, the last yeah. four number ones for the Oilers. Yeah. I know you already addressed Paul Yarby. Yeah. You're not giving the player yeah. away. The last question I have for you pertains to Edmonton. How okay. have you found coming back to Alberta? It's a different, with all due respect to Detroit and Hockey Town on all the coverage you had. You won four cups there the 22 years you were GM there. I think that this is a more intense hockey market. It produces next to one part of the Czech Republic the most players per capita in the National Hockey League than any other uh, place currently. The last two number one picks in the WHL Bantam draft are out of Edmonton. Uh, what's it like for you and your family, your, your wife? To, uh, she's from she's from Saskatchewan yeah, originally, yeah. but just to come back to Alberta, how's that been for you? Well, so? it's fabulous. You know, I think you know, I want to work where hockey means something. And, and hockey meant something in Detroit, and I was there a long time. And certainly hockey means as much and probably more in Edmonton than it did in Detroit. Detroit's got all, you know, four major sports, and there's college, and there's this. Certainly the focus in this community is going to be on our there's, – there's the Eskimos, and but th- 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 certainly the Edmonton Oilers are, are, are a focal point. And uh, I love that, uh, that there's a passionate fan base. Um, you want them to care, and if they, and 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 if, if 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 I make a move or the coach makes a move, and they 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 they've got their their opinions, and you hear about them all the time. That's that's that's, that's great. But at, at the end of the day, the way I I I run, 
I, I, I got to go into a bubble. I, I can't yeah. just run around and pull 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 the fans and make moves based upon what the. I, I got to I got to trust my people, the people that I've hired. I got to trust my instincts. I got to trust my experience. I got to trust my relationship with Dave Tippett, and he's going to rely on his. If I talk to him, he'll go to his coaches and Playfair's been in the game for, for forever, and Gully's been a head coach in, in two different cities, Gullickson and Tips played over, uh, coached over 1,200 games. He played in two Olympics. He's played in the National Hockey League. Archie Henderson's been in pro hockey as a director of pro scouting for a long time. I hired Tyler Wright. He was a first-round draft pick of Edmonton. He's been uh, a chief scout of Columbus. He's been chief scout of uh, of Detroit. He's been player development. I got staff that got, they've got experiences. They've got resumes. They've, they've been in the game a long time. So at the end of the day, when I go make a decision, I just don't sit in my room by myself and just just kind of you know pull little sheets out of a hat and yeah. say that's the we go through lots of conversation, lots of talk, lots of discussion, whether it's on the major league roster or the minor league roster or the or the or the draft and 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 ultimately now Bob. Some decisions you make don't work out. We got to make we got to make way more decisions, good decisions than bad decisions. But we aren't we're not. It's hard to, to hit on every decision. Right now, Andre's looking at me like I made a bad decision bringing Ken up here. I've gone more than 13 minutes. Hey, Ken, thanks for your time. We appreciate this. Hopefully, thanks. we'll get a chance yeah. to do it every couple of months. Just keep the headset on for 15 seconds. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Oilers now. That's Ken Holland, the president and of hockey operations and the GM of the Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers now. Hi, this is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. You're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. All right, quickly to some texts at 630, 630. Trucker Dave, good day, gentlemen. I like to listen to Mr. Holland talk about the Oilers. He doesn't hesitate, and his hockey knowledge is off the charts. I only gave the Oilers 89 points this year, but after hearing Mr. Holland, I feel a little bit more optimistic about the team's uh, chances. You can text us at 630-630. Uh, this Marcus Texas from Edmonton. What a great interview, Bob. Mr. Holland is a damn good hockey man, and he tells it like it is. Another text out of Edmonton. What an interview. He's rallying the troops. I'm uh, more excited for this season uh, after hearing Ken and his positivity. Another text out of Edmonton. Mr. Holland is a much-needed breath of fresh air, extremely well-spoken with an intimate uh, intimate understanding of the game. Mike from Calgary. Bob, listen to Ken talk about how he doesn't go sit in a room by himself and pull names out of a hat. Reminds me of one thing. Shirelli. This management group is a breath of fresh air. Let's go, Oilers, from Mike in Calgary. Um... Trent says, Bob, the orders are in much better hands with Ken at the helm. I wonder if Pete claimed all those magic beans he got with the Manning trade on his income tax. Okay, well, uh, whatever. Uh, here we go. You can text us at 630-630. There's no question there's a frenetic energy. Um, he went for it. Look, we only had so much time, so sorry. for I, I had to ask the question just early about uh, waivers because I, I know there's people that think the orders should pick up every uh, waiver claim out there. Uh, so anyhow, uh, at this time though, uh, we're going to go to NHL today. It is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sports. Where Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business, where your order is done on time every time at Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and the staff at Elite, trust me, they'll take care of you. They do business the Alberta way. All right. 
off to uh, the 630 Studios. Here's Brandon Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, Sharks forward Evander Kane suspended for the first three games of the regular season for abuse of an official. That incident happened in Sunday's preseason finale against Vegas. It's going to cost him a little over $112,000 of his salary. Uh, the Montreal Canadiens have assigned 2018 first-rounder Ryan Paling to the American League. He had a hat trick in his only NHL appearance last year, but was dealing with concussion symptoms during the preseason. That opened the door for Nick Suzuki. Suzuki to make the team along with Kale Fleury there on that back end. In Vancouver, Brock, Busser, Brock Besser excuse me, has cleared concussion protocol, did practice with the team yesterday, so it sounds like we will see him tomorrow night for the season opener at Rogers Place. Lee Stepniak announced his retirement this morning after 13 NHL seasons. He split 911 games between 10 different teams and finished with 469 points. Sabres assistant coach Don Granato is taking a medical leave of absence to recover from pneumonia. Will miss the start of the season, so their top minor league coach Chris Taylor will fill in until Granado can return. The Edmonton Oil Kings are on the road tomorrow night, taking on Swift Current and the U of A Golden Bears taking on the back-to-back defending NCAA Division I champion Minnesota Duluth in exhibition action this weekend, Bob. All right, very quickly running down the lines, McDavid with Nygaard and Neal, Nugent Hopkins with Dreisaitl and Cassian. I know a lot of people like those top two lines. Cave was with Kara and Archibald. Gaetan Haas was with Granlin and Chase on the extra forwards were Thomas Yurcho and uh, Patrick Russell. Uh, Darnell Nurse with Adam Larson. Oscar Clefbaum with Ethan Bear. Chris Russell with Matthew Benning. Uh, Brandon Manning is, uh, was on the ice. So, too, was Joel Person. Uh, Mike Smith and Miko Koskin. Person likely to start on IR. Sam Gagne cleared. Manning stays. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. In six minutes' time, Sportsnet spec Mark Spector here in Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.